Welcome to the She Is Podcast, where we are encouraging and equipping women to be confident in God's promises. I'm Jamie. I'm Sherry. I'm Nicole. We are women in different ages and stages of life. We are active in ministry and are here to have a Bible-based conversation about our identity in Christ. So get ready to be encouraged and equipped as we share with you today. Welcome back to She Is Podcast this week. This is part two of Unrelenting. But yeah, I figured it out. (laughs) Good deal. Yeah, I, um, with balance and different things with timing, I'm just, I've been thinking about, um, the last several years in my life. Um, my husband and I worked really hard to, get out of debt mm-hmm. and that meant working a lot of hours yeah and for the time that's what we needed to do mm-hmm. and we had a reason why mm-hmm. and we had goals and um basically it just it caused a restructuring um particularly for me where i you know chose a job where i could um work full-time and be around for the kids um, after school, which was awesome. Um, However, you know, that kind of goes on long enough, and I realized when I was home with the kids, I was napping because I was getting up really early. Mm -hmm. Or if I didn't nap, I was just really, really tired and going to bed early. And so I was missing out on a lot of good quality time Mm -hmm. because I took this job to help take care of other things. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not in any way saying that I, I shouldn't have had that job because it, it fulfilled its purpose. Yes. Yes. And when I reached the point where I knew this is, this is costing me more than it's worth right now. That's good. Um, I made a change and Mm -hmm. because my priorities are I want to be around for my kids and be like awake (laughs) (laughs) you don't need a zombie mom (laughs) um and so yeah I I rearranged some things that were in my control so that I could be be Mm -hmm. a better parent Mm -hmm. you know and with that um we we implemented some uh rules in the house with um with like electronics and screens particularly. Oh, yeah. So like after school, um, and when I got home, I basically was like, okay, no screens until after eight. Because that means that, you know, you get home from school and you're able to get of course they had to use screens because it was like online <laughs> screening. <laughs> but you know, they're they're doing their homework. But they're also spending time with each other, and we have dinner. They have time to get their chores done. Where they're, where, and it, it's not just the kids. It was, it was me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and Jim when he was home too, where we would just basically put the phones away. We wouldn't turn on the TV, and we would just spend time together. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people got bored. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm only going to be here with you a few hours this afternoon let's not spend them all in separate rooms watching our own thing you know let's be together and we'll have time for our screens later they'll be Mm -hmm. here later but Mm -hmm. i'm not going to you know my my time is short with my kids at home yes i don't want to spend it all like looking at a screen and then 
and before I know it, they're up and gone, and I'm like, where'd the time go? <laughs> you know, we, we just wasted it all on on stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. So balance. It's it's yeah. not it's not saying we won't do this at all. Right. But it's mm-hmm. just we we're going to prioritize family time. Mm-hmm. And you know what was fun with that too is that I I would ask, you know, one usually just one of the kids and I try to make a different one at each mm-hmm. time to help me out with dinner. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they get special oh, time with mom so in the kitchen. Good. I don't know if they saw it that way. <laughs> well, mom always <laughs> like I get you special like just you and me for yeah. half an hour or whatever yeah. it was to get dinner ready. And um and so, yeah, you just, you utilize that. Mm-hmm. And see, there's still stuff that needs to get done. Obviously, yeah, you know, right. the, the dishes are there and, you know, dinner needs to get cooked. Mm-hmm. But you, you do what you can mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and prioritize what you can. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, don't have your expectations so high that you're spending all your precious time meeting those expectations and missing out on the most important things. Yes. Absolutely. So can I ask you a question about that? Sure. Um, did you ever deal with guilt of... I was just going to yeah, ask that. of prioritizing that, of working? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a stigma sometimes of, well, you have to be a stay-at-home mom or you're not doing it right. Right. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what I've struggled with. Anyway, so I'll let you kind yeah. of answer that. So I, I was blessed to get to be a stay-at-home mom for five years after mm-hmm. my twins were born. Um, and it was awesome I love it and I don't know I don't know how I could have worked at that time um <laughs> just because just to pay for child care for three oh, right right toddlers you know that that's just a lot um I'm not that skilled of a person I don't get paid that much <laughs> I can pay somebody to watch that many kids full-time so um so yes I I did get to experience that and when I did go back to work I really 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 missed being home mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. just I mean I just I mean that nothing beats being for me mm-hmm. anyway being at home right, right. with the family mm-hmm. um but when I did go back to work everyone was older like um mm-hmm. that I went back um it was the the January before the twins started school, so mm-hmm. that there was like what eight eight months of um, of me working before they started school. So that time was really really difficult with childcare, yeah. um, especially like during the summer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where I feel guilty is finding people to watch my kids all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um I didn't feel guilty about um at that point because I I did have a different job before the early morning one about spending time with them but it was just it was hard um Mm -hmm. I honestly don't remember feeling guilty it was it was just hard because I I would come home um I worked until five I'd come home and no one at that point was old enough to help me with dinner. <laughs> so I would I would do dinner and I would do dishes and I wouldn't I literally wouldn't stop until I think I, I actually read an article that was like a mom saying, I stop all work at eight o'clock and I'm like, done. <laughs> I like <laughs> this. Yes. But but it's just like I mean obviously it doesn't all yeah. stop, but it's like, you know, I'm I'm going to make it a goal to be done with dinner and dishes by eight o'clock so Mm -hmm. I can actually sit down for Mm, a little bit and so that's what was really hard and because then the kids would go to bed at like 8 30 so I'm like it's still that that was hard and I was Mm -hmm. just I was really tired and I had that job for 
Um, I had that job for almost a year um, before I um, transitioned to something else that would actually lined up with the school hours, and then nice, that nice. was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, going I, like I hear that a lot, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because yeah. everyone's got different opinions on it. But the thing right. is, it's about balance. It's about mm-hmm. n- doing what you need to do to take care of what burdens you have and I don't yes. I don't mean the kids are a burden but you know the things that well, you're yeah. in charge of yes you right. know you gotta you gotta do what you can and mm-hmm. you know the fact of the matter is in this day and age mm-hmm. usually what you need to do is is earn a few extra dollars you yes. know and yeah. yeah that can be hard to do when you're paying mm-hmm. for child care so if it's cheaper to stay at home and it works for you go for it mm-hmm. if you're able to to work and and at least get out of the house even if you're mm-hmm. <laughs> If you're coming out even, because I hear that happens too, where you're yeah, making yeah. as much as you're spending on childcare, <laughs> but you get to, to do something a little bit different, mm-hmm. that's cool too. Yes. And it's also, you know, working as well as staying home. It's using your your gifts that were yes. given to you by God. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah, it's it's all good. Like being, being at home is awesome, but being used in the marketplace and being active out out in the in the world and and you know using your gifts that God's given you and I'm being very broad here because everyone has That's different right. gifts yeah. we all yeah. and we can't compare we can't and yeah. we should not and be I think that's where the guilt comes from is yes. comparison which mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we've already talked about but um but yeah we just got to stop looking around yeah. and and mm-hmm. playing that comparison game and just do what works best for you yeah mm-hmm. and if and that's if really you don't nice. know what works best try out some different things you know Mm -hmm. it's it's okay to you know do things temporarily yeah you know i've Mm. i i'm almost 40 years old i've had a lot of jobs like (laughs) it's okay okay. (laughs) because i the the biggest part of that for me is i did what i needed to do Mm -hmm. as a as a job that worked with my family and yes. my family's needs. And that changes because they're right. young and then they're in school and then they're older and, uh, and yeah, that I mean, it changes. Yeah. Everything's and, temporary. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, and the Bible says everything has a season. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here mm-hmm. we are, we're trying to balance everything, but what if it's only for a season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why, I, I mean, it's balanced. You can't get stuck to the way things are yeah. because as soon as you get used to it, right. something's going <laughs> to change. Right. And so we just stay flexible. That's, mm-hmm. I, that's what I was going to say is if you if you make a plan and then you're never willing to vary from that plan mm-hmm. and you think this is how it's always got to be, then I think then that's also, too, mm-hmm. where you hold yourself to a standard, I'm not doing it right for myself Mm. if you're a perfectionist like I am unfortunately (laughs) God's still working on that but then I think allowing yourself some grace Mm. in it and I think sometimes we forget that we're allowed to have grace like I think we can give it to other people more freely than sometimes we can take it for ourselves so true Mm -hmm. so it's good that is true very true yeah Mm -hmm. well because you look at yourself um with I guess, like, internalized. Like, right. you know mm-hmm. what's going on on the inside, but right. everyone else, you just see the exterior. You don't know right. what they're dealing with. Right. And mm-hmm. You just see the here and now, but you don't see what's right. at home or at mm-hmm. work or anything. Like, mm-hmm. getting a, a kind of, you're getting kind of a snapshot, yeah. and you're mm-hmm. sometimes basing your opinions off of, oh, I should do it like that. But you're right, you don't 
you don't know what that other person's expectations are of themselves or what they have mm-hmm. for their work or their mm-hmm. home life or right so <laughs> comparing ourselves horizontally is it's not a good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seeing the Pinterest version, but we don't see the background. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. That's a exactly. good. It's a good way of yeah. saying. Well, it. here's the thing too. Like w- Nicole and I have um, done some um, like online business yeah. things. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this, but I in just different teachings and like trainings and tutorials I've gone through talks about photography and mm-hmm. um, how many pictures people take of anything you know that they're trying mm. to sell or just get a good picture of um i was i was uh listening to one from this one company that basically encouraged you know you use your cell phone for a lot because cell phones mm. take really good pictures and she's like uh you know get a get a stand go outside when it's this time of day and if you can get like a little remote like bluetooth like button what am i trying remote? to yeah just to take the picture for Timer. you um, and then, and literally just snap pictures of your, so it was for clothing and uh, apparel. And it's like, just, just take pictures. You know, I go, she, and she's like, I, I take three or 400 pictures every time I do Whoa! this. And she uses oh <laughs> maybe a dozen. Oh and goodness. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine you're looking at stuff online and if you know there's lots wow. of lots of influencers out mm. there doing just this yeah and you wow. are seeing one of hundreds of pictures oh that they've Lord. taken that's crazy and after wow. that they're putting filters on it and they have to you know write their description mm-hmm. like there's so mm-hmm. much time that goes into each post you know there are some that are better than others, right. but right. the ones that are really eye catching, you know that 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 took half a day's work for somebody. Right. Yeah. So don't compare. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. That's so good. Yeah. Golly. So I I, I want to hear what you girls have to to say as well. I just I kind of want to finish up my thoughts on this topic mm-hmm. with this, and uh, is what we were talking about with juggling. Oh. Um, and, and Nicole, you mentioned juggling, yeah. I think, a couple times. I did. <laughs> yeah. And it's something I think we're all familiar with. And it's just this act of handling all of these things that we have to handle at one time. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about this. And this is how we balance, right? We mm-hmm. balance by juggling. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing about juggling. You juggle so that you can handle more things at one time than you are capable of. Oh. Mm -hmm. Because if you Mm -hmm. could carry it all at once, you wouldn't be juggling. That's a good point. You'd be holding. And so you juggle so that you can carry what you can and let go of something temporarily, but everything's Mm -hmm. in motion and nothing is actually being held. This is a, a state that we can live in. Mm. Well, for lengths of time. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, true. it's true. I'm not saying juggling is bad because there's moments for it. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's but true. But if you are in a constant state of juggling all of your things, mm-hmm. God, family, life, neighbors, <laughs> obligations, <laughs> dreams, plans, yeah. You know, if if you're in a constant state of trying to manage all these things, but you're not actually holding on to any of them, and if this is going on for a while, something is out of balance. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. here are some signs 
that you've been juggling too long. Frustration. Mm. You're easily angered. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're stressed. You're resentful. You're not sleeping well. And you find it hard to find time to do the things that are important to you, which I believe starts that cycle of anger, resentment, yeah. <laughs> right. being overwhelmed. Unfortunately. <laughs> so if you are experiencing any of those symptoms of juggling too long, yeah. I think it's time to, to press into God and mm-hmm. put put the things down for a second and and make God your priority. Yeah. And seeking God and say, God, I am dealing with all of these things. You see them. Mm-hmm. That's good. God, how do I manage all this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, the, the really answer is going to be different for everybody. Right. Yes. Because like we talked about, we're all mm-hmm. juggling different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if, yeah, if you're not holding on to them, right. something's, something's out of whack here. Mm-hmm. And we need that direction from God to, to get things back on track. To get mm-hmm. things back in order so that we're not throwing things up in the air trying it's to hold right, them yeah, all. Right. It's yeah. That's that that is the burden <laughs> that we're not meant to carry. Ooh. Well, and the yeah. the thought that just came to me is then how well am I doing any one of them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're only touching each thing for a short Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before it's just moving on and you're handling the next thing. Mm-hmm. So then really how well am I being a mom? How well am I doing at being a wife or a coworker or yeah. because I don't have time to do it well. Yeah. That that's a problem. Yeah. So some wow. something's out. Way out, yeah. If if that's the case. For mm-hmm. too long. I mean Right. right. Yeah, there's, there's seasons. seasons. There's seasons, yeah. seasons yeah. and there's times <clears throat> that we will do that. And that that's fine and it works fine, but if that's a constant state Mm -hmm. if that's just my life there's a problem Mm -hmm. and it like you said lay it out and take a look at it and see because I bet you it wouldn't take long and we'd be able to see which one's out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would take long once you once you stop long enough to look at it all Mm -hmm. I think I think as women it would break our heart once we see them not in motion. Hmm. And then we would go into sorrow. I think we would go yeah. into sorrow, not guilt. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Hmm. And I think that um, kind of ties into one of the verses that I had. And um, I got Psalm seventy-three twenty-six. Uh, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength strength of my heart and my portion forever. Mm. And I think it's really important to keep that priority mm-hmm. of spending time with the Lord and getting refreshed yes. on top. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm perfect in this because I'm not. I'm still <laughs> learning this. Right. And it can be really hard sometimes because mm-hmm. I think we have this stigma of, okay, well, I have to spend an hour reading the Bible and I have to journal and I have right. to pray right. and do all the things. Right. And then we forget about relationship. Right. And good point. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I had this story and it talks actually about juggling as well. <laughs> <laughs> the story I heard from Jen Johnson and she is 
the worship leader at Bethel, one of the one of the worship leaders at Bethel, and she was talking one day while well, I was there ten years ago <laughs> at school, <laughs> and uh, she was telling a story about when her kids were really little. And she was feeling really stressed and really overwhelmed. And she's like, I'm wearing all these different hats of being a mom, of being a worship leader, a, a woman in ministry, and, and all this stuff. And she said that they were getting in the car, and Bill Johnson is her father-in-law, and he was with them. And she was just really frustrated. And she got in the car, and she's like, oh, well, i got to take off my mom hat, and now I'm going to put on my worship hat. And Bill just turned around really quietly and looked at her, and he's like, that hat should never come off. Ooh. And she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so that really hit me and that stayed mm. with me all these years mm. is we should never take off that worship hat anyway, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. the reason we're on this earth is <laughs> to love him. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like even in the busyness of life and, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like put rules on it. I'm saying have that communion with the Father Mm -hmm. open at all times, you know? And like you were saying earlier, like, he cares about the little things. So Mm -hmm. talk to him about them. Like, ah, those dandelions are really bugging me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, maybe. Right. So, yeah, and then, I don't know. Thoughts. (laughs) Because worship naturally draws us into a state of peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Connection with the Father. Yeah. So it totally makes sense that we wouldn't take that off. And maybe <laughs> maybe that's why we're juggling. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what's gotten out of balance. Because mm-hmm. shouldn't that be priority? And I know yeah. for me, that's not... I mean, I'm a pastor. That should be priority. <laughs> and yet, hello, today, it was a little difficult. You know, there's days that... But but I get that. That hat should never come off. That's really that good. good. I like that. It just brings me back to my first verse that I shared, Psalm sixty-eight, nineteen. It says, Praise be to the Lord, <laughs> to God yeah. our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Yeah. It's, it's always just coming back to Him and yes. thanking Him for mm-hmm. taking care of us. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yes. huge. Praise wow, is powerful. Good, yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. That is good. Mm-hmm. Did you want to share any of your scriptures or? Um, sure, because um, like like you're all talking about, um, I I think with. Because we can't be juggling, and my mind went to, I'm riding a unicycle, I'm juggling. Something's <laughs> on fire. <laughs> right? Something's always on fire, right? right? Exactly. Is there frantic music playing? Right. Yes. yes. And I don't even know what it is. You know? <laughs> yes. And, and, and my, and, but that's where my mind went. Yes. And, and then you right? said, yes. don't ever take that hat off. <laughs> what <laughs> we mean by, by um, 
praising God, you know. I, but yet that's where my mind went. And, and well, so, it's almost when you say that, it's almost like one more thing you have to do. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> and so, but then with that thought goes back to rest. Mm. If if I have my praise hat on, hmm. then my my mind naturally goes into rest. Mm. My yeah. heart slows. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, our body reacts to the praise. Yes. Right? It yes. just naturally is soothing. And so, um, yes, Hebrews 4, 1 through 13. I just briefly mentioned it earlier. It's, um, my caption says, Promised rest for God's people. And so I'm, I'm going to read it's 1 through 13. Um, hopefully we have enough time for that. Um, we'll says, make time. Okay. <laughs> because, and I could pull out only bits of it, but I want... I want it to be in its full context. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just pull out something. um, Because there's a lot to this scripture. Um, And I'm reading now the New Living Translation. Uh, God's promise of entering His rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Mm. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. So so Paul is writing here, I believe, right, mm-hmm. in Hebrews? It's actually not entirely clear who the author of Hebrews is, but a lot of people <laughs> believe it's Paul. <laughs> True, but you're right. You're absolutely right. We don't know who the author is, but he is. he's talking to several different types of people, and he's, he's talking about believers and believers the way I'm understanding it. And so that's what he's saying when he says, has been announced to us just as it was to them. So it it goes on, but it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Hmm. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. We know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, They will never enter my place of rest. Verse 6 says, So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering His rest. And that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted, Today when you hear His voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. Mm. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fail. We will fall. Hmm. 
For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before His eyes. And He is the one to whom we are accountable. Hmm. So I couldn't pick out just a couple things because... I mean, this is this is saying he's created a space for us to rest. Yeah. And we're being disobedient mm. if we don't do it. Hmm. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Because I think, and there's different translations, but in several of the translations, that, that word disobedient, uh, it was in here. I just read it. Right there. Disobeyed. So six. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. Now, I wonder what that's talking about. Because that reminds me of when the children of Israel came out of Egypt Mm -hmm. and they had to wander for 40 years because they disobeyed the Lord and didn't go take the promised land. They Mm -hmm. had doubt instead of faith. So anyways, I just thought I'd throw that in. Right. But in their disobedience, they didn't get to settle in anywhere. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. yeah. wanderers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 40 years. Can you imagine? Ooh, oh, golly. Gosh. That's a long <laughs> camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> I like camping, but oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> but 40 years. That's a little much. I'm totally good. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't get mm. to, like, actually rest. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they were disobedient, and so they were kept from that mm-hmm. promise mm-hmm. for a time. Well, mm-hmm. even in the promised land... In a way, they didn't get to fully experience rest either, is because they didn't expel mm-hmm. the Canaanites from mm-hmm. the Promised Land. So they were constantly at war with other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. talk about juggling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So the you know. struggle of the juggle. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. That's a new hashtag. <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. So are, are we entering into his rest? There's no way we can if we're juggling. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us for part two of She is Unrelenting. It's been so much fun, a lot to hear. Um, Thank you again. Uh, We pray that you have been encouraged and equipped in knowing who you are in Christ. If you are wanting to have a personal relationship with Jesus, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I know that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Please come into my heart to stay and help me to hear your voice and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to hear from you. Please email us at sheispodcast at refugecity.church. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear more from us every week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, until next time, you are still unrelenting.